So let's give a little bit of a background to the Nefesh HaChayim Sefer. Maybe the reason why it was written. And we'll say, get us, we'll be planning to get out of the Sefer. So, historically, we know Nefesh HaChayim was written by Rebchayim Vedajna. It wasn't published in his lifetime. When he died, he asked his son, and the one who replaced him as the Rosh Hashiva Vedajna, to publish a sefer. And we're going to see that he really didn't want to do that. It's an amazing thing. In the Haktamut Nefesh Haim, writes a foreword before he published a sefer. And we get the feeling from the foreword that it was Mamish, he was forced to publish it in Hashemayim, he didn't want to do it. He tells an amazing story there. He says, that when his father died, he asked him to publish a sefer. And his Rebchaim's Lashen, before he died, was his quote in, in Akdami, he says, V'atav b'ni yadata, she'af she'lil m'adlai z'chisi, Rebchaim said, I wasn't z'echa to learn, but z'ikwili min ha'shemayim n'adam edachrini, they were m'zachim from ha'shemayim to teach others, and therefore he asked him to publish a sefer. Would I ask him in Hashemayim she yiskabru dvare b'kontraisim adam? I wish we zeh him in Hashemayim that that this work should be published, and what will the result be? Lehashrish yiras Hashem b'tayra va'avoy dezako b'leiv yishaleiv. I'm a vakshim tarke Hashem. It will, so to speak, cause the roots to be nurtured in people. We want to learn Hashemayim, Tayra, avoyda. So that was the Tzavah, that was the, so to speak, the last instruction that Rebchaim gave his son. And Rebchaim said like this, he says, V'im ki bihu, it's my fault, Shalom is the last ilakai midi davo, I didn't rush, so to speak, to Mekayim, my father's words, Nizdar dashat sivani, and what happens? With punishment of Shemayim. But then Nashti has a kiflain with Rebutnik. He lost two children as a result. Echot, Shalashana Acheres, a year after Rechaim died, Rechaim died and Yudar at Sivan, a year later, Yem Teres Merabon, the Yatar of my father, Nadali Ben Zacher. I was given a child, a boy, a baby boy, the Khanas of the priest, when Nikla Ashad never Shahim called him after his father, Rechaim. And what happened? Vainelu, Kilaka Khoisan, a king, Beamashish Lemina. He died three years after his priest, he was an 11 year old baby. That's the first thing that happened the year after Rechaim died. Meshan Razul, the year after that, on Hei Kislev, Yem Shabbos Kalit Shoya, Pashas Vayet, then what happened? He asked him, and he had a bit convention He lost another boy who was eight years old. And therefore he understood that he's been punished by Rechaim for not publishing the Nefesh Rechaim. And after that, if that's the case, he decided to publish it. Right. Another question is, why didn't Yitzhak want to publish the Shachayim? Why did he need such extreme, so to speak, warnings from Neshamayim that he lost two children before he got around to, to listening to what his father told him to do? And now I'm going to share something with you which is unbelievable. 
and that is the Nefesh Chaim printed here today is not exactly the manuscript that Rechaim left him. He edited it in a very big way. He took out a lot of Chalakim of Nefesh Chaim before he published it. How do I know that? Because many years ago as a Bacha, when I was learning Ba'at Fagan, there was an elderly Yid there who was a direct descendant of Rebbe Mivadajna. And he had the manuscript of the original Nefesh Chaim. And he was made that a lot of it, a lot of it was edited, a lot of it was removed, and uh, what we have is, so to speak, a shortened version of the Nefeshachai. And to answer the same question, why would why would Rebbe do that? So the answer was like this. Originally, the reason why Nefeshachai was written was meant to be the response to the Baratanya. We think about the differences between the early Hasidim and the early Misnagdim as being practical, so to speak, or the nice and differences. But in reality, the, the core differences are much bigger. The differences in, in fundamental points of Ashkafa. And therefore, when the Baratanya put out his Sefer, which basically became the maybe Sefer Yisoyed, the fundamental Sefer of Hasidish Hashkafa, so Rechaim Vedajna felt obligated to respond. And therefore, the, the points he goes through in Nefesh Rechaim are really the foundations of Emunah. Torah learning, Tefillah, doing mitzvahs, Yerushalayim, how you relate to Hashem. And he wanted to present the other side. But in the original version, he argues point by point with the Baratanya. The Seif in front of us, he never mentions it. He still mentions his opinion, but he never, so to speak, directly attacks the other, the other, the other way of thinking. That was what was edited from the Nefeshachayim. And why did Rabbi Shlomo want to do that? And the answer is a very interesting thing. And that is in Rabbi Shlomo day, maybe he saw the danger threatening Klai Yisrael as the Hasidim. It was a different way of thinking, it was a new Mahalach. But one door later, in the door of his son, Rabbi Shlomo, it was understood that the primary danger affecting Klai Yisrael is the Askala. The Askala, or the other movements which branched off the reform, and so on. And therefore, the Gedolim at the time felt that it's more important for us to, so to speak, to join the Hasidim together, to work together to fight the reform, because that's a much bigger threat. And therefore, while previously there had been big Mechlaikasim between the Hasidim and the non-Hasidim, the feeling was, at the end of the day, we both share with us. We're natural allies against a much bigger enemy. And therefore we felt, what's the point of writing a safer to try and, so to speak, explain the differences between us? That's not what we're trying to achieve right now. And therefore, even when he did write the safer, even when he did write the safer, he omitted the direct references to the Baratanya and how you are He just brought down the point of Ashkafa of that Rukhaim Adajah wanted to explain. Now, 
We're talking about machlekes between two gedolei Torah, two people who are proficient in Kabbalah, two people who have a very high daga. It's for sure the daga elevated the different like Chaim, and we can learn this mahalach and we can learn that mahalach. And that still remains. We can still learn the different mahalachim that they were and the differences of understanding between each mahalach. But primarily, this is I'm putting this as Akdama. Primarily, the mind of the Nefesh isn't just to hear the second opinion, so to speak. Lemaisa, that's probably the clearest cipher we have from the Basmedrash of the Vilnagon, explaining and clarifying our Hashkafa on these fundamental points in Yiddishkeit. Nefesh is made up of four Chalakim, four Sha'arim, what he calls. The first one, Explains the human being, the neshama, the person, and specifically Klai what it does, where it comes from, how it influences a person, how a person, how, how it can make a person grow. The second shar is the shar tefillah. How we daven, why we daven, what we say when we daven, and how tefillah works. The third shar is the shar of understanding how the tefillah works, how our relationship with Hashem works, how mitzvahs we do have an effect. Yerushalayim. And the father's shara is famously the shara of Limanatar. The importance of learning, what happens when we learn, how it affects the world our learning, how it affects ourselves. And therefore, yes, these are all fundamental points of, points of Ashkafa. And the clarity of the Nefesh Achayim is that it weaves together the Ashkafa, the Makhshavah, the understanding, and the Kabbalah also. The Nevesh Achayim, as we're going to see, quotes frequently and extensively from both the Zara and the Arizal, and he builds it into the, the, the understanding he's trying to he's trying to convey. Now, that's the description of the Sefer. There are those who only learn Shara Revi of Nevesh because they feel it's the one most practical as a Snagir to how we learn Torah, and they skip out of the Rishon. I think it's a big mistake. We want to understand also the importance of our mitzvahs, the importance of our davening, the importance of our Yerushimayim. These are also major topics for us to understand and develop and work with. There are those who feel that if they're learning Nefesh they should skip every time you quote something from the Zohar. The truth is, you won't understand it. He's bringing the Zohar because he's trying to prove a point. We're trying to explain a point. And if you're going to miss out all those middle stages, then you're not going to understand what Nefesh Shachayim was, was trying to explain. And therefore, Reza Shem, we'll start from the beginning. We're going to go through the whole Sefer. Explain each point as best we can as it comes. And yes, we'll be introduced to a lot of new concepts. And we'll be introduced to a lot of deeper points of understanding which maybe you didn't know beforehand. But the beauty of the Sefer is that it's not just random ideas or vartlach on a topic. It provides the shleimus of understanding, which means he goes through every point, explains it all. And it's like a tapestry. And when a person sees the whole picture, everything puts into place. Everything puts into place. Most of the 
explanations in Nevesh Chaim I'm going to give you. I think it's a helpful relationship here. It's the same. He used to teach regularly and quite regularly. And uh, more than that, we have the other Talmud of the God, who also wrote similar style. Even though they didn't write as complete as Nevesh Chaim, but there was the writings of the other Talmud of the God as well, which just adds to, so to speak, fill in points of understanding the worldview, if you want to call it, the Ashkafa of the Vilnikov. That's, that's introduction.